Hey guys, today's episode is probably my most asked question. So this is definitely overdue to talk about here on the podcast. And that is, what can I do to help my kids learn good money habits? And if there's one huge myth, I think many parents believe it's that that they're just not equipped to teach their own kids about money because they don't feel like they have their own financial stuff together. Let me reassure you right now, that is just not true. So today we're going to dive into some things that you can do to break the cycle of poor money habits for your kids and give them a good foundation for a lifetime of strong money habits. And these are surprisingly simple, so I hope that you're ready. Grab a pen and paper and let's get started. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't wanna wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You wanna find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. I honestly love when parents ask me about how they can help their kids in this area. So if you've ever thought that you want to help your kids in this area, I want you to first of all Just acknowledge how great it is that you see how important financial literacy is. As parents, we're often our own worst critics, right? And so I really encourage you to take the shame off of whatever your own money story is And give yourself some credit for being willing to seek out ways that you can help your kids. And spoiler alert, helping your own situation is critical to helping your kids. So why don't we just start there? I have one, two, three, four things for you. Four things for you to do today, uh, wherever you are at uh, with your own money goals to help your kids. So the first thing is, you guessed it, it starts with you. So a quote um, that I used to hear all the time in my previous network marketing businesses, there are three ways to lead, by example, by example, and by example. So while we aren't going to focus on our past money mistakes, we do need to consciously decide that we are turning the page and not continuing down a path of bad money habits or an unwillingness to focus on our own goals. That thing that you have been avoiding in your own finances is probably the thing that you need to tackle first. And sometimes we put our head in the sand, right? And it's like, well, let me just help them in this area. But how can we help them if we're not willing to first help ourselves? We might say things like, oh, well, my kids need XYZ thing first. No, they don't. They do not need anything else first. They need you to handle this area first. I promise you. When it comes to a lot of things, organizing our closet or signing them up for soccer this season versus next season, 
fixing the screen door, the long list of things that fill up our days, all of those things don't compound over time. The screen is broken today and it will still be the same level of broken next year. But money is something that compounds, right? So putting it off only makes the problem a whole heck of a lot more challenging this time next year. So I promise that even though it feels good to check things off of our list and feel like we're accomplishing something, there are some things that hold more value and that you will be more thankful for down the road that you handled right here and right now. Imagine your kids as adults one day and think about what their adult selves would be so thankful that you did for them today, right now. Really think about it, you guys, and I really encourage you to actually write all of them out. You know, I'll just tell you a story from my own experience as a kid. My mom was known and still is known for very extravagant Christmases. She loves giving gifts, and I appreciate that part of her so much. I have vivid memories in my mind of our Christmases, and we lived in a tiny house, so our living room was pretty small, but when we would come out Christmas morning, the floor was just like covered with gifts, and that's that worked for her. However, now that I'm an adult, my mind goes to, oh my gosh, all of the things that could have been done with that money that as an adult, I would be so grateful for, right? So, so grateful for. And that's okay. I can choose to do things differently than she chose to do things. So think of what your kids as an adult would be grateful that you chose to focus on right now. All right. So first, it starts with you. And number two, thing that you can do right now, no matter where you are at with your finances, is to change the way that you talk about money to your kids. Words are powerful, right? How you talk about money will impact the way that they think about money and the beliefs that they have about their ability to make money, their spending habits, their ability to save money and invest money, and their ability to properly and responsibly handle money. All of that starts with the words that they're hearing and the messages that they're hearing consistently. So if they're hearing that money is stressful, money is hard, that you are always struggling, that you're broke, that you can't afford things all the time, they will grow up to believe that money is difficult and money is stressful. And I have never met anyone with those beliefs that is thriving financially. I mean, honestly, think about it. Whenever you meet someone who feels like that, it's just not possible for them to cross over the threshold and get to a place where money isn't an issue and that they are thriving financially, right? And oftentimes, you guys, this is so like not intentional. I know most people aren't out there being like, okay, Johnny, we need to have a talk about how difficult money is. It's these unconscious things that we say, little um side conversations with our spouse that we're having where in a moment where we're venting but we're doing it in front of our kids or we're reacting to something in our own financial lives like an unexpected bill or um, a, a setback that you have financially and we're reacting to that 
and not knowing that we are using negative language about money in front of our kids that they are taking with them and building this story about money because you are you while we always talk about you know oh they don't teach enough money in schools i'm sure they could teach more but you are their money story that they are seeing every day they don't go home with their teacher and hear from their teacher about their teacher's bills or any of that stuff, where they see the real life everyday stuff is going to be with you. And so you have the opportunity, no matter what it looks like on paper, to really shape how they believe money to be and what what their money story um, turns out to be. So here's a few things that you can do. First of all, Turn off the news, especially around your kids. There is a lot of talk about the economy and grocery prices. Um, You know, the news's job is to sensationalize everything. And so I'm not saying that grocery prices aren't high and that the economy is in a weird spot. But at the same time, I want my kids to be informed, but I don't want them being inundated with messages that make them think their default setting about money should be stressful, panic all of the things that the news is portraying about money, especially right now in this day and age. So a few swaps that you can make with your own language, instead of saying, we can't afford it, if your kid asks you to get a toy at the store or whatever, we can't afford it, switch to, we have other priorities in our budget right now. So it's not that you're saying yes to your kids instead of saying no, it's choosing your words wisely. Instead of we can't afford it, it's we have other priorities in our budget right now. Instead of I don't make enough money, switch to I'm working on ways to increase my income. Instead of we're broke, switch to this month is going to be a bit tight for us, so we're getting creative with our budget. How do you feel when you hear those those swaps that I made. Even you as an adult can feel lighter hearing the swaps, right? So imagine what our kids are hearing if they're constantly hearing the other version. All right. And then number three, and I cannot take credit for this one. (laughs) I learned this from a friend is to incentivize them learning about finances, just like you would chores or grades. So like I said, I learned this one from a friend and basically, especially for anyone who is not feeling personally confident in sharing anything financially related as far as, okay, here's what to do to budget and here's um, all that you need to know about investing. If you don't feel confident in those things, a lot of times I feel like that trips people up and so they just feel like they cannot teach their kids about that. Guys, we live in an era where you can literally find anything that you need to find on the internet for free, right? So we don't really have any excuses here. So what my friend does and what I started to do is I will pay my kids to read a book or watch a video about a specific topic that I want them to know about. Maybe I don't feel super confident about it, but I can find the information and I can vet the information and then I can share that with them. I also have a discussion with them afterwards because I want to hear straight from them what they learned and open up a conversation about it. And then each of those things that they do will have a dollar amount assigned to it. And so I will say, hey, if you want to earn some money right now, if you read this book 
and have a discussion with me afterwards. And I'm not talking like a little picture book that takes them five minutes. I'm talking like a chapter book or something. I will give you $5. So it does take them some time. You know, I'm not just handing out free money, but it opens up a conversation and it helps them learn something that maybe I might not feel like I know enough about quite yet to be able to teach them, but I certainly can find out. This can um, be really helpful for you as well. If you are, like I said, let's talk about investing for a second. If you're not feeling confident in that, go find the book first and you read it. And then that will help you feel more qualified to have that discussion with them or to have that conversation with them. Obviously, be sure to check out the book or the video first. Just make sure it's age appropriate. Make sure um, that you feel like the information is solid and valid and that, you know, there's um, evidence to back it up because, like I said, everything is on the internet, but not everything is good on the internet. So just make sure that you do your due diligence there. I will uh, link a blog post that I have with some of my favorite YouTube videos for kids about money as well as some books that I recommend um, in the show notes. So if you want a place to start, those resources will be there for you. I actually did this with Farah a couple of years ago, my oldest daughter, because uh, she was asking about college. And she's still, I mean, she's still young now, but she was really young at the time. And so I know that student loans are um, something that I wanted to be able to support her with not having to take out as many student loans as I did. And so I found a great video about going to college without taking out student loans and what that could look like. And um, so it was a great video and we had a really great discussion about it and it gave us a starting point for when it's time for what we're going to do. So, all right. And then number four is to let them see you handling money, making money decisions, and having money conversations. Now, this is probably one of the biggest things and maybe one of the things that is most often overlooked, like your ability to impact them is huge just in them watching your day-to-day. And so often we try to do these things when we are not with our kids. It's like, oh, quick, my kids are occupied. Let me go pay bills or let me make that phone call. Let me um, leave my kids with my spouse on the weekend and then I will go and do all the errands. And I, I completely get wanting to get away. Sometimes running errands by yourself is honestly like a vacation. But one thing that I've really committed to in the past couple of years is taking my kids with me out in public. You know, I noticed after 2020 when things were shut down and my kids were not going into stores, my kids were not seeing me have, you know, just those like little small talk situations with the person at the grocery store, like all of those little things they missed out on. And I remember as a kid, both of my parents were Uh, worked outside the home, I remember having to go with them everywhere. It was like we would get picked up from childcare and then we would have to go run errands before we get home. Or on the weekends, we would go with them. We were in the banks. We were in the grocery stores. We were in all the places with my parents. And that is where so much of that, I think, is picked up. So let them see you pay cash for something. Let them see you go into a grocery store 
have cash. Let them see you making buying decisions about what is going to fit into your budget not and not. Let them see you put something back that isn't in the budget. And then let them see you go to checkout and pay cash and the cash leaving your hand and going somewhere else, right? Let them see you have a budget and be diligent about sticking to that budget, Let them see you interact with a teller at the bank and hear your conversation. Let them hear some of your telephone conversations. If you are, um, maybe you work from home and you have a business from home and you have that professional working voice that you're using with the customer. Obviously, if they're like a toddler, this doesn't make sense. But if they're a little bit older, and it's okay to let them hear that because they will take that skill with them when they get older. Let them see you pay bills. Let them see you create your monthly budget. Let them hear what you are prioritizing right now and why you're prioritizing that or better yet include them in that process. Um, I, My husband and I typically are the ones who will sit down and go over things, but I have definitely had my oldest daughter in um, when I was, I, I have like a standard budget and then each month it gets tweaked based on what different expenses might be happening. So I've sat with her at the beginning of the month when I'm making all those adjustments and I've explained to her like, here, look, this is what's coming in this month. These are the standard things that are going out. Here are some things that we're working on and I know every kid's different. She really enjoyed it because she felt like she had this sort of insider perspective and it was no longer like me just telling her this is what we're doing. It was her being enrolled and her being a part of that and understanding the goals that we're working on as a family. And so guess what? She was more excited to just go along with the plan because she knew what was happening instead of me just sort of barking at her like, we can't afford that. It's, hey, remember we're working on XYZ. So that's not a priority in our budget right now. Let them see you work. Let them see you deposit money into the bank and withdraw money. Was anybody else like this when I was a kid, like really little, and I would go with my parents to the bank and they would go to the ATM and they would get cash out? I was like, this is the money store. This is where we go to get money, right? And so that is what we're working with as far as their little brains. So if you are, if they're seeing you go deposit money into the bank and withdraw money, and you're using that as a teachable moment for them, fill them in. If you are taking a college course at night, you know, so often we're like, let's do that while they're sleeping. But what if you told them like, hey, this is what mom is working on. As soon as you guys are in in bed, guess what I'm doing? This is what I'm working on. And this is what this means for our family. By me doing this, our family will be in a position to be able to help more people. Our family will be in a position to be able to take that Disney trip that we've wanted to take. Fill them in on how you're asking for a raise. Okay, again, this is age appropriate, but if you are asking for a raise at work, tell them. If if I were doing this, I would tell my daughter, say, hey, guess what? Today, this is what I'm doing. This is how I've prepared. This is what I'm going to say. And then I would update her on the outcome, whether it was positive or negative, because these are the things that impact our kids the most. It doesn't usually involve these huge grand gestures or frequent serious money talks. Really, You don't need to have very many sit-down conversations with them at all 
because they're going to pick it up from how they see you do this every single day. Like I don't sit down with my kids and say, okay guys, we're having a money talk now. That literally never happens. Um, and so it, but I feel very confident that they are getting what they need just by watching. I want them to see it all because I want them to feel like confident consumers as they grow. So these four things hopefully gives you a fantastic starting point with your kids. I believe it's just the beginning for what you'll be able to teach them, but even if this is all that you ever do for them, you are setting them up with these four things. To have a parent that is confident with money because they got their own finances together, They have a positive outlook on money because they have that positive money mindset that they've heard from the language from their parents. They have the ability to seek out the information that they need to learn about money. And they have those memories from their childhood that will stick with them about how you handled your money as they go out into the world. And that's pretty freaking amazing, if you ask me. If this was helpful, you guys, would you take a screenshot of this episode and share it with all of your mom friends? I am not kidding when I tell you that I get asked about this topic so often. So your simple act of sharing it with a friend could be an answer to something that they have been looking for. Be sure to tag me over on Instagram with your biggest takeaway from this episode and which of the four things you are going to focus on first. I will see you guys back here next week. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really makes a difference and it is the best way that you can say thank you. Also, I would love to hear from you. So come on over to Instagram and find me at Money Mindful Moms. Connect with me there. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.